Once I realized that common knowledge was the key to understanding why we often avoid saying what we mean, I began to see common knowledge popping up in more and more areas of our social life and explaining a number of puzzles. And one of them brought me back to a lesson in a Jewish Sunday school from when I was uh, 10 or 11 of Maimonides' Ladder of Tzedakah, of righteousness or charity. Maimonides being the great medieval Jewish philosophy in the Arab empire of the time. Maimonides argued that uh, charity, the righteousness of a person who gives uh, to the poor cannot just be judged by the amount of uh, money that he gives. Now, if you're a utilitarian moral philosopher, you'd say, well, morality just consists of increasing welfare or utility or happiness. And the more money you give, the better a person you are. Maimonides denied that. And I think he tapped into our intuitions when he said there are different degrees of, of righteousness. There's a ladder. And he had eight rungs of the ladder. The highest rung was when you teach someone a trade or give them a loan to start a business where they don't even need charity in the future. But the other rungs depended on levels of knowledge. And he said that the, one of the worst kinds of charity is when there is common knowledge, when a rich person puts money into the hands of a poor person. I mean, it's better than nothing, but it's not so righteous. A little bit better than that would be if, uh, for example, the rich person threw money behind him for the poor person to pick up, where the rich person would never know who the beneficiary uh, is. A little bit better than that would be when the roles were reversed. When, say, the rich person left a donation on the doorstep of a poor person. So the rich person would know who the poor person was, but the poor beneficiary would not know who the rich donor was. Still better than that would be what, we, what scientists would call a double-blind scenario, where, say, the donor would leave a gift or a package in a public place in which the poor person could retrieve it, and neither one would know the identity of the other. So according to Maimonides, it isn't just the benefit that matters in terms of moral value, it's the states of knowledge of the donor and the beneficiary. Common knowledge, uh, worst, double-blind, best. Well, this is kind of a puzzle, especially if you have a utilitarian mindset. Benefit is benefit. Uh, why should the poor person care as long as they've got enough money to eat? Here's a possible solution. When we esteem someone, when we value them, we think about how good they would be as an altruistic partner. We all give and take. One hand washes the other. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's kind of the glue of social life. But some people are more generous than others. Some people will drive a hard bargain and will uh, do the bare minimum to get something in return. Others have more generous terms. And as we decide who we want to affiliate with, who we want on our side, who we want in our foxhole, we're always mindful of, sides of, uh, of signs that the person is just generous in their bones. Now, no one is completely generous, but some are more generous than others. And we look for the person who isn't always calculating, well, what's in it for me? And in making that character judgment, knowledge matters. Because with a common knowledge gift, the person giving the gift is in a position to demand repayment when the time comes. Like in the famous opening scene of The Godfather, in which Vito Corleone says, uh, someday, and that day may never come, I will ask you to perform a service for me. 
And on that day, I hope you will remember the justice that I have given you on my daughter's wedding day. Now, that's not the kind of situation that you really want to be in after accepting a favor, namely, for the rest of your life, knowing that you owe a, a favor back. And that's what happens when a donation is common knowledge. On the other hand, if it was purely anonymous, then the beneficiary would get all the benefit, uh, but they wouldn't be on the hook to repay it. The kind of person who would make that donation is a kind of person who clearly isn't just in it for the last penny, but is generous deep in their bones. So with a couple of uh, grad students and postdocs, Julian DeFreitas, uh, Kyle Thomas, Peter DeSholey, we tested uh, Maimonides' idea, at least with our modern twist, namely that a nature of character assessment or partner choice that drives the kind of intuitions uh, behind Maimonides, dreamed up a fictitious scenario. There's a family in need. There's a, a donor. Has, he has the opportunity to help the family with a food package, but he can either ask to see their photo, send a photo, they can exchange photos, or they can give photos to the charity where the donor can see the beneficiary's photo, the beneficiary can see the donor's photo, but neither knows that the other one knows that they have it. And we ask people to judge just how, uh, how generous are these people? How deserving would they be of a, uh, of a prize, say? And we found that Maimonides got it almost right. It is certainly true that people had the least charitable judgment of the common knowledge donor, the one who made sure that the beneficiary knew who he was. They had the highest esteem for the uh, double-blind donor, the one who gave without any possibility of demanding repayment. Maimonides didn't quite get it right in, in his scenario of the rich person who had coins in his cloak that poor people could pick out behind him or that he threw over his shoulder, where the beneficiary knew the donor and not vice versa. People thought that that wasn't quite as generous as leaving the uh, food on the person's uh, doorstep. And it's easy to see why. What Maimonides probably didn't take into account was there is something kind of demeaning about following a wealthy person and you know, picking coins out of their robes, uh, because it really means that you don't have a relationship with that person. And we found that the people judging that kind of uh, asymmetrical situation thought that it was uh, demeaning too, even though they agreed with Maimonides about the top and the bottom of the scale. And uh, we were tickled to see that a, another great Jewish thinker, Larry David, had pondered the same kind of dynamics in a well-known episode in his comedy program, Curb Your Enthusiasm, where the same trade-off between benefit and anonymity in charitable donations uh, was played off. Uh, in this scenario, Larry David donates money for the wing of an environmental organization that is named after him. Then he learns to his chagrin that his arch-rival, Ted Danson, has also donated money for the other wing of the building, anonymously, but it leaks out that he was the anonymous donor. Faux anonymity was the, uh, the, the, the title of the show. And so Ted Danson got the benefit both of getting credit for having made the donation and getting extra credit for being anonymous. Now, that's contradictory, paradoxical, but because of the way the uh, leak happened, he got the benefit of both to the chagrin of uh, Larry David. And so that uh, the way in which we paradoxically value both the benefit that a gift conveys, 
but also the lack of uh, opportunity to parlay the favor into repayment drives our psychology of attributions of righteousness in a way that seems paradoxical, but that ultimately can be explained. <laughs>